Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of Mike Tomlin's Press Conference Recap Podcast. It is Thursday, yes, and because the Steelers played on Wednesday afternoon at 3.40 p.m. Eastern Time, he held his weekly press conference leading up to the Week 13 game, which is a Monday game at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday at noon. So we had just heard from Mike Tomlin. Michael Beck gave you that podcast after the game on Wednesday night. Mike Tomlin was not very happy with his team's performance, even though they were able to escape with a 19-14 win over the Baltimore Ravens at Heinz Field, a depleted Ravens roster at that. And Mike Tomlin started off the press conference in a positive light. I'm pretty sure that he probably looked back at his his knee-jerk reaction to the game, and it was a very poor one in regards to overall demeanor, meaning positive or negative. It was negative. He was mad. He was upset. He didn't like the way the team played, rightfully so. And so he decided to start the press conference off with some positives. He said he felt that he neglected some good things that happened on the field in week 12. He mentioned Benny Snell and the demeanor that he had running the football, especially in the second half and in the the fourth quarter mainly. He talked about how he took care of the football. Remember, Snell was the one that had the fumbling issues earlier this season. And he mentioned how he was smart enough to stay in bounds on a couple occasions to keep the clock running. Those are really Really smart plays. They're heads up plays. They're uh, a plays that show that a football player is maturing in the proper way. So he gave a lot of kudos to Benny Snell for those things. Then he went to talk on a bit about James Washington, the combat catch, the combat catch that he made in the uh, fourth quarter on third down. He mentioned Eric Ebron early in the game, really playing well. And he said Juju Smith Schuster was about as steady as it comes when it comes to the receiving core. He also gave props to J.C. Hassenauer, the center who stepped in. For Marquise Pouncey, which it was only a few hours before kickoff when everyone found out that Pouncey was going to be placed on the COVID-19 reserve list, therefore was ineligible to play on Wednesday, and Hassanauer stepped in and filled in admirably, all things considered. Uh, If the team is going to be without Pouncey and James Conner, which Tomlin said he doesn't know, they're going to get him back when they get him back. He said that... uh, it's going to be a different story with Hassenauer. He's not going to be thrust into the starting position. He and Roethlisberger will have more of a a better idea as to what's going to be coming up. Defensively, he said he thought that the defense came out of the gate strong. Sometimes he mentioned how when you have a lull in the schedule, whether it's a bye week or you get those mini buys after a Thursday game, he said that he was impressed with how the Steelers' defense came out of the gate strong. They provided short fields for the offense, and they even scored points by Joe Hayden's pick six. he didn't stay on the Baltimore game too long. He moved on to the Washington. The Washington football team is going to come into Pittsburgh on Monday, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, a 5 p.m. kickoff at Heinz Field. The Steelers only have two home games remaining. They have the game against Washington, and then they have the game against the Indianapolis Colts in Week 16. Um, so he talked about how the defense for Washington starts up front. He mentioned the edge rushers, mainly Chase Young, who's a rookie out of Ohio State who looks really, really good. Uh, he said that they're opportunistic in the back end. That's very much a, you know, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, who's the defensive coordinator. Those are very much stylistic things for them and how they like to have their defenses play. He said they run a lot of mixtures of man defense and zone concepts, and they do get after the quarterback and they stop the run. This defense that they're about to play is 
probably outside of Baltimore is, is the closest comparison to the Steelers uh, that they, they rank similarly that uh, they get the, the sacks They're They're among the top five in the NFL amongst getting after the quarterback. So this is going to be a challenge for the Steelers offense. They're going to require their full attention for sure. Offensively he said, Alex Smith talked about, uh, he respects the resume, the story he said he's a champion in a lot of ways, just, Really glowing remarks about Alex Smith and his journey back to the National Football League. But after Alex Smith, who later in the press conference, he was asked about Smith's play and and how has he seen a change since the last time they might have faced him, which was in Kansas City in the playoffs. I believe that was in 2016. He said, look, he said, Alex Smith is, is 36 years old. He said he's a different quarterback, just like Ben Roethlisberger is a different quarterback, whether that's due to the injury or father time that that's not up to him to decide, but yeah, there are differences just like every quarterback that gets older, but he mentioned Antonio Gibson, the running back and really how the, the Redskins, I'm sorry, not the Redskins. That's a, that I apologize. <laughs> it's old habits die hard. Uh, the Washington football team, they use all three of their running backs very, very well. And he mentioned the young wide receiving core. They have what a lot of people think maybe outside of Pittsburgh, the best young wide receiving core in the national football league, but the Steelers do have, an ace up their sleeve, and that is Ike Hilliard. No, he's not playing, but he coached that team last season. He coached that unit. He's going to know exactly what they do well, what they struggle with, what they like to do, their tendencies. That's going to be a very useful tool for the Pittsburgh Steelers as they prepare on a short week for Washington to come to Heinz Field. He did get to injuries eventually. Mike Tomlin, he normally starts off the press conference with injuries, but he did not do that in this uh, Thursday press conference. He did say that he confirmed that Bud Dupree is out for the rest of the season with a knee injury. He did not say ACL, but he did say he was out for the season. He, he said that, you know, that it's a tough blow for the team because everyone loves Bud Dupree as a player and a person. It's just tough to see that happen. Uh, he did not say when he's going to have surgery. He wasn't sure of that just yet but he did know that Bud Dupree is out, confirmed that. Then he did say that there were obviously the, as he loves to say, quote-unquote, bumps and bruises associated with the game of football. He mentioned Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson was able to play on Wednesday, and he got through the game. He, I didn't see him leave, uh, but he said he had a knee injury that was going to require an MRI uh, today, Thursday. So with that, we don't know exactly what that injury details. We don't know what that... If it's, is it a severe injury? Is it a minor injury? No one knows, but it was at least significant enough for the Pittsburgh Steelers organization to say, let's go get it checked out. Let's go get an MRI done just to make sure. The first reported practice for the Steelers will be on Friday. That's going to be a good opportunity for them to, or for us, I should say, to see where is Steven Nelson in regards to, you know, is he practicing? Is he not practicing? So stay tuned to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all the latest on that. Uh, the first question that Mike Tomlin was asked about were the, were the drops. The wide receiving core had at least uh, at least five drops, maybe upwards of seven or eight, depending on what you categorize as a drop. And he said, look, it's a youthful group, young group. There's a variance in performance that comes with that. They have to keep working, keep getting better. He has to he has to be thinking that he hopes this is just a one game thing. Uh, I'm sure that the the receivers are going to be focusing maybe a little bit more than they usually do on the fundamentals a little bit better. He was asked about Alex Highsmith, who obviously is going to be the main man stepping in uh, to fill in for Bud Dupree. I think it's going to be a mixture of Highsmith and Ola Denier, but Mike Tomlin it was very confident 
in Highsmith. He said, I was, I'm confident in Highsmith like I was confident in Robert Spillane filling in for Devin Bush and Kevin Dotson filling in for David DeCastro. So in that regard, he's confident in Highsmith. He said he's a diligent worker. He's a, he's exciting, excited to watch his maturation, him get experience as a rookie. And later in the press conference was asked again about Highsmith and he, he just he talked about his maturity level as he's a fifth year senior at Charlotte. So they normally don't draft players that are that old, but he said he just really liked that. He saw a lot of growth and growing in his resume and from when he walked on at Charlotte until his senior season. So he loved it. He loved those aspects and he's hoping to see that growth continue in the national football league with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Speaking of Dupree being out for the year, he was asked about will Dupree's absence hinder TJ Watts production on the other side. He said, TJ Watt doesn't need any assistance. Players like that do not need any assistance. They will go out and make plays on their own. So there you go. In case you were concerned, uh, he was asked about Marquise Pouncey and James Connor about the, the coming off the COVID list. He said, they'll get them back when they get them back. He did say that some of the run game struggles because Baltimore is such a tough defense to diagnose from a pre-snap standpoint, not having Pouncey in there certainly did probably play a role. Hassenauer did a good job, but again, he was thrust into that starting lineup game day. So I'm sure that they're going to be better prepared next week with Hassenauer at least going into it, thinking that he's going to be the starter. Uh, and so possibly had not having Pouncey was a significant loss for the Steelers. Obviously we talked about uh, the, you know, is it a positive in the short week for the Steelers to have a short week coming off an ugly game where they beat the Ravens, but it was not pretty. He said, look, he said, we don't want to run away from a bad game. He said, we're not, we're not the type of team that just wants to turn the page and burn the tape. They, they like to dwell in it. That was his quote. They like to dwell in it for a little bit. So these, they're going to definitely dive into the game and figure out where they, what went wrong. And it, it, as a coach, you understand that as someone, and if anyone's coached a competitive sport, whether it's high school or higher, you, you sometimes understand that bad games, even if you can still win those games, is even better. But sometimes those bad games are the most teachable moments. He was asked about comparing this young wide receiving core. We're talking about all of them in their first contract. If you think about Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, comparing them to the old young money crew. And that was Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, and Antonio Brown uh, back in the day, even though they were with old man Heinz Ward at the time. And he said that he doesn't want to compare the two groups. He said, you're talking about guys like Antonio and Emmanuel Sanders who have done a lot in the league. Mike Wallace had, had a very impressive resume in his time in the NFL. He said, but that type of talent is what they have right now, but they're still writing their story. So in regards to is this young money 2.0, He's not going to go there because he can't go there. He, they have to prove it for longer than just a few years or a season. And that's going to be obviously down the road. But lastly, the, he was asked about the sack streak. The Steelers are threatening to have the longest streak in NFL history with a recorded sack in a contest. And one of the teams that's up there, they might be first. I'm not sure I'll have to ask Dave Schofield isn't the team that Mike Tomlin was on the coaching staff down in Tampa Bay with Tony Dungy. And that was the Tampa Bay defense. And they were, he said that he sees a lot of similarities between that defense that won a super bowl and this defense. And he, he went on to talk about the quality pass rushers. He, he mentioned Warren Sapp and Simeon Rice. He said, we had others. They were great pass rushers, but they were great pass rushers together. 
And it's the same thing that they have here in Pittsburgh with guys like TJ, uh, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, Stefan to and Bud Dupree when he was healthy. They're all good pass rushers, but they pass rush well together, meaning they're not just all doing their own thing. They know what each other's doing. They have their lanes, they have their responsibilities, and they all execute. He said that it's an impressive streak. It's a, it's an impressive comparison comparing this Steelers defense to that Tampa Bay defense, but ultimately he thinks that it's very much deserving uh, for this Steelers defense. But there you have it, folks. It was not a long press conference. Obviously, Coach Tomlin and his coaching staff have a lot of work to do as they have to have a quick turnaround to get ready for the Washington football team to come to Pittsburgh in week 13. I know it's Thursday. It's going to be a very quick turnaround, but we are going to have everything for you that you could ever want leading up to this game on Behind the Steel Curtain, not only on the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers, but anywhere where you get your podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. Find us. You can search Steelers. You can search Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. Folks, that's a wrap for this Thursday edition of a Mike Tomlin press conference recap podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. As always, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers.